this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Marriage Be Hard podcast, where we talk all things marriage with some of our favorite couples and some of those people we just met. My name is <laughs> Melissa. Kevin Fredericks. And uh, this podcast was spawned as a result of our New York Times bestselling book of the same title, Marriage Be Hard, available everywhere books are sold mm. and available mm. on audio versions that are called um, audiobooks is what yeah. I was looking for. <laughs> yeah, so make sure that you go pick that up. Um, people are still enjoying it today, almost a year later. Crazy. We should do something for that. We should. We should okay. have sex. All right. So what I want to do right now is introduce um, our guests today. You, I'm sure you have seen them all over uh, Couple Talk. I don't know if that's a thing, but we're going to call couple it Couple Talk. Sure. Couple's Insta Talk. Instagram. Instagram Talk. YouTube, I don't know. Yeah, YouTube. All of the things, I'm sure they have come across your timelines um, with their very, first of all, their very aesthetic, hilarious, relatable content. And that is none of, the, can we call you Lexi? Because now I feel like I call know you. Lexi. Yeah, I, if you call me Lexi, that makes me feel like Alexis we're Alexis is weird. Okay, yeah, got you it. you call me Lexi. I feel like this is not okay. normal. We like don't know each other. You're a stranger to <laughs> okay. me. Right. She so sits yes. up a little tired. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm like, oh. So she got her shoulder out today. So Lexi, okay, <laughs> and Brian Cole. Thank you so much for having us. We're, we're so excited. We are too. I'm very, very, very excited to have you guys. So listen, the way this works on this podcast is this: we're just going to talk it up. We're going to talk about marriage, obviously, because obviously. But <laughs> we're also just going to talk because we've been chatting and having a really good time that we needed to get the camera started yeah. to just allow you guys in on just what's going to be, I am sure, just a really great, authentic conversation. Gems will be dropped, laughs will be had, but we also just going to talk and get to know each other. I love Very it. Good? That's how we are. Very good. Okay, so I did um read a couple articles from y'all, but I'm acting like I had didn't read them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> did we write articles? No. <laughs> the the blog post when y'all did interviews. Oh. Yeah, okay, when y'all did okay, interviews okay. and people wrote about y'all. I had yeah. read them because I was like, oh, let me get to know them a little bit. But I'm acting like I had didn't read them. Gotcha. So gotcha. you can let the people know who you are. In the event they haven't read those same articles that I had read. Gotcha. Okay, gotcha. very good. Gotcha. All right. So we're just gonna start from the very beginning. Uh mm -hmm. how did you guys meet? I would like to make a disclaimer before we start this. Oh, yeah. story. this love is already disclaimer. great. We yeah. already Big love fan this. of disclaimers uh, before so, we start. And it's not about me. Oh. I would like everyone to not judge my wife <laughs> <laughs> when I tell this line that's about to get dropped. Okay. okay. But the line is that um, my best friend dated her best friend. Okay. But I was dating the third best friend. At the mm. time. Mm. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm already feeling it. Okay. <laughs> I'm already feeling it. This got juicy. <laughs> it's not that deep. Feeling, That's um, why I said that don't I had to make the disclaimer because it's not that deep. Had, that that part of it is how we got introduced. But you have to say it because it's like, well, how did you start dating? Well, Your he head was immediately dating, goes there. He yeah. was dating my, you know, a close friend at the time. And oh, so Oh, oh at the time, so y'all ain't friends no more. So, so because you anyway, stole her uh, man. <laughs> it sounds bad. That's, that's what worse people than it really think. Is. That's what people think. Okay. But no, I was not trying to talk to this man. Okay. I promise you, I was trying to talk to this I, man. I was Were dating... you the single friend then? Yes. This don't make she it. Was. Now, why you gotta ask that? Because <laughs> I just needed the clarity. However, Melissa, I just needed the clarity. Guard your man. Guard your man. Your homegirl is plotting. Your homegirl is plotting. And see, this is why <laughs> I come on here. I try to share my peace. <laughs> so, so I just want to say, 
I was not looking for this man. Okay. I was talking to other people, but I didn't make it. It wasn't serious. So I technically was single. Okay. So, okay. so we, I was dating. We dated for two, three months. Like, it was oh, not sure. serious. Okay. We mm-hmm. dated. Uh, it didn't work out. And at the time, I barely knew Lexi. We had met. I went to, like, two things where the whole group was there, right? Yeah. So. And I wasn't paying attention to this man. Okay. He even tried to hit. He even tried to, like, message me just because we were in the same friend group. And I said, why are you talking? Why uh, we don't, we don't hey, man, talk. watch out, bro. Hey, Y'all hey, need to be I over here. I messaged her because hey, I wanted to understand out. why it didn't work out with me and old girl. She she cut me off. She cheated oh, on me. She okay. didn't, I was like, where did... What wait, happened? wait, wait. Time out. I need more context. Hold on, hold on. How old are you? 18. We're 18. Seven, 18. Okay. Oh, baby. But I knew better. I want to put this on. I knew better not to mess with my friends. Boyfriend, I was not. No, no, no. No. Not at all. I was not messing. So, so ends up, long story short, that girl ends up cutting that whole friend group off, except for Lexi. Oh. Mm. Mm-hmm. Everyone's cut off. No one's friends with her anymore. She walks away from that whole group. Mm. Lexi is still her friend. Lexi and I started randomly seeing each other in the group settings, mm-hmm. right? And we started hanging out with groups. Okay. Yeah. However, she still wouldn't even like entertain conversation. But again, I wasn't looking for that either. Okay. I was like yeah. literally just literally just talking to her. She was still putting up a good stiff arm. Okay. Okay. Cool. Nothing, nothing was happening. Months go by. All of a sudden, she and I started becoming friends. We started lightly becoming friends. She okay. asked the girl, are you okay if I oh, even become friends with her? this is great. This is a really great Get redemption Get your redemption start, Lexi. Here's yes. the beginning of your redemption yes, arc. This is the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> thank her you. Friend thank says, you. Thank you. I don't care. All good. Doesn't matter. Yeah. About two weeks later, Lexi gets cut off. <gasps> it did matter. It, it did absolutely matter. Matter. She has a picture of you in her room and she throws darts at it. <laughs> she throws. I, no, no, no. There's a, there's a like we. I think Brian tried to reach out like a, uh, a few years later, and when I tell you, she went off. That it conversation was in her did not spirit. go well. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. She probably follows you guys, so I'm sure we're going to have some backlash. Uh, but it's okay. Not on my parent podcast. <laughs> <laughs> she can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> she can't more keep getting away with more darts. New round, Amazon. I hate this. I hate this. So, so at this point, it was like, well, you're cut off. I'm cut off, and we're friends. We legitimately, for a good period of time, became best friends. Wow. And we yeah. did not, we were not interested in each other. We were, we were not I trying was dating to date. somebody else sometimes, you know. I, I, I felt cool in college talking to a couple different girls mm-hmm. and everything, and I, we would share with each other. Like, we did were you guys go to the friends. same college? No. No, okay. he went to U of M, which is a, you know, a nicer school. Is that I, Michigan? Yeah. Ann Arbor? Yeah. 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 Where'd you, you know, go? I didn't have the best of grades. So I went to <laughs> Wayne State. I went to wait. I went to OCC first because my parents were like you didn't get good grades, so you need you go into a community college. Yeah, I got you. Prove yourself. <laughs> and so let's make sure you're committed. Right. right. Yeah. And then I went to Wayne State. So nice. so at that point we had been best friends for a good while. At that mm-hmm. point, and then I don't know, probably a year later, we started to really toe the line between friends and lovers and friends. <laughs> yes. Yes. And then uh, we acted like we weren't dating, but we really were. And then it became mm-hmm. official in 2011. 2011. So yeah, nice. we've been together all together for 13 years. We've been married for eight years. Wow. Oh, snap. Okay. Dang. We got married at 23, so we were young. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I was like, uh, yeah. well, we yeah. was a little younger, but. Yeah, no, was 21. Was 21 and 20. Yeah. 20, 21. The funny part about that was just thinking about this this morning when I was driving back from the gym lifting weights. Um, all plug. of that was necessary. Yeah. <laughs> all of my that. muscles. Yeah. <laughs> when we He's were in the gym tonight. Right. Yeah. 45s, <laughs> no big deal. When you, outside of LA, people go to high school. They go to college, they get a good job, they get married, they have children. So us getting married at 2120 wasn't that abnormal. Sure. Mm-hmm. We were yes. actually the 
third mm-hmm. of our friend group to get married mm-hmm. and probably the fourth to, that has to have children. Wow. Right? So then we moved to L.A. and our kids' parents are like 50. Mm-hmm. So they see us and they're like, "What? Are, your parents are like in there at the time in our 30s thing. You know, and our son will graduate high school this year and we will be 40. I'll be 41. And that's she'll crazy. be 40. That's incredible. Wow. Right? That's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. I live in y'all best And most people right are now. like still having, you know, uh, their parents are much older by then. My yeah. parents, when my little brother graduated, my little brother is eight years younger than me. My mom had him when she was 42. Oh, so wow. They were 60 when he graduated high school. I was like, dang. Wow. Call, yeah. Got called grandparents all the time. Oh, I'm sure they yeah. did. Yeah. My parents That's going to be 50. Angel. Really? Oh, yeah, Amar it is. With Amar. 13 years? He's what? He's not even five yet? No. Amar's She'll be three? 56, 57? Wow. 58, maybe. That, um, I mean, we are, and that's, you know, I mean, we're going to be older. I'm sorry, but at that age, you cannot properly parent. I'm sorry. You're no. too tired. <laughs> no, you're too, he oh, never the, got whoopings. The, the, oh, it's um, not fair. It's the baby... The longer you parent, the less you care. Yes. The more children The grace have, runs out. The grace, yeah, the runs, grace out. runs out. The grace runs out. Everybody who has like seven, eight kids, the, the oldest are like, what are you, the youngest, he, he gets away with murder. No, yeah. no, yeah. He's smoking in the house. <laughs> Cursing <laughs> folks out. Yeah. Don't have no chores. The baby, man. Who, nobody cares about the baby. But there yeah. is a sweet spot because we got married at 2021. 20, we had our first child at 23, Joe at 25. Ooh. Oh, wow. Yeah, very mm. young. I feel like I want a do-over. Oh, guys. I would love. Oh, I'm, you I'm mean not like going to, with I a would, baby? Yes. Oh. I feel like oh, because what I, you were saying. Yes. This is why we have Monty. Yes, because oh. he's the, not quite enough, not. but also because I feel like being financially stable. <laughs> Ryan's like, no. Being financially stable, Listen. being more like aware, like, who I am as a person, being able to show up differently because I'm not working a full time job. It's like, like I, hear I you, want that, but we're but in the, we're in the thick of it. We're I'm in the trenches a right now. Yeah. I'm getting a second. We're in the trenches right now. So hearing that is like, wow. You know what? I will bring Elijah to you, please. And I will how old is Elijah? Uh, Three months. Oh, yeah, bring him. Little, the thing little. is, though, at this age, no, he's Melissa really has forgotten. Yeah, he's really yes, cute. You've That's forgotten. the problem. Because she's holds my niece for a moment in time. Mm-hmm. She ain't Take had for a week. her for a month. Have her for Spend a month. A night. Right? But I feel like at this age, I'm going to be like, please cry so I can remember every tear. No. no. Please poop please. so I can remember everything. Do we everything. have to take a break for an ad? Let's take a break from this episode and talk to you about better help. Obviously, this show is all about marriages and how we can build and sustain better marriages. And if you are in need of help and you and your partner are having a hard time uh, communicating, you're just missing each other, what will help you, I assure you, what will help you is having a third party come in, assess the situation and mediate and oftentimes kind of interpret what you're saying and then communicate that to your partner. And for whatever reason, they'll hear it better. And let me tell you something. You'll also hear it better from your therapist about what your partner is saying. It works. Okay. Better help is here to help you do all of that. Sometimes in life we're facing tough choices and the path forward isn't always clear. Whether you're dealing with decisions around career, relationships or anything else, Therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want uh, while you navigate life so you can move forward with confidence and excitement. Therapy isn't always all bad. Sometimes it is 
this really great thing just happened. And for some reason, I don't feel deserving of celebrating or I feel like I actually didn't do something to earn this or I don't deserve this. And a therapist can also help you realize the good in you and help you celebrate your accomplishments so you feel worthy and deserving and can celebrate all the things that you work so hard and, and get rid of your imposter syndrome. Um, I know that's one of the things that uh, my personal therapist helps me with is getting out of my head so I can celebrate me in the way that I deserve and the way that uh, my work says that I should be celebrated. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to suit your schedule. You're going to fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with the licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge okay let therapy be your map with better help visit betterhelp.com slash mbh today to get 10 percent off your first month that's betterhelp h-e-l-p.com slash m-b-h thank you so much to better help for sponsoring today's episode and now let's get back to it yeah let's come back from the break thank you so much for breaking with us that wasn't a real break but it was a break thanks so much to our sponsor if we had one um, <laughs> Jesus is your yeah. sponsor any good we love you Jesus thank you so much okay all so all the church people in yes. the church kids all together yes amen okay so wait so you guys met 18 this sounds like y'all dated for five four years, until until years. Yep. okay so then that makes you guys how old when you got married? 23? It was it was at the cusp. Yeah, so we dated when we were 19. We got married when we were 23. 23, mm-hmm. okay. And then, uh, so how old are you guys right now? I'm doing math. 31, 32? 32. 32. Just Listen, turned 32 in July. Don't do me. This math is math in today, okay? <laughs> She's gonna, oh, the calculator it. in the mind <laughs> is working. Okay, so uh, tell us a little bit about your, how did you propose? Oh. And maybe uh, the if there was something significant about the wedding day. So I will say this, Brian is like great at, you know, proposing, surprising. Like he asked me to be, how he asked me to be his girlfriend, they were like, oh, that's a proposal. Oh, well, tell us this story. The proposal's better. Oh, okay. Tell us that story. So. The proposal. I, I'm, a, really I'm a believer. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was cool with the boyfriend girlfriend, but the proposal. I was a in year my later. Back. I was. Well, exactly. Oh, no. Four well, years just later? you should talk about how it flowed into the proposal too, because how you asked me to be your girlfriend. Briefly. Okay. Um, so what I did was I different roses mean different things. They signify different uh, aspects mm-hmm. of relationships. So what I did is essentially take different color roses that mean different things to us and what our dynamic is. One means friendship. One is means that the romance, yellow one. one Yes. yes. Okay, I did know that. Hey, the math is math from the rose colors. <laughs> Listen, today's a good day. I'm curious how you knew that because I never knew that until he did it. Um, I don't know how I knew because oh, I'm actually yeah. not good at trivia. I don't know why I knew that. I feel like I know more than that one, but when I was hoping you would say yellow so I could be like, is that the friendship one? Yes. Okay, yes. <laughs> so I uh, wrote a letter for each rose describing what that dynamic meant to us Aww. and how that factored into our, our relationship. So then I gave each letter and rose to a different person in her life that was really significant to her. And each person in her life who had the rose, who had the letter, uh, was stationed at a place that meant something to us. So she went around, like, basically a, a relapse of our history together, and she got to experience that relapse of history with someone that was special to her. For a girlfriend? Yeah. For a girlfriend. Dang. <laughs> so then she gets back to the house, which was the last one, and I was there. You know, I'm full 
full regalia. I'm looking uh, nice, you know, I'm smooth. Nice I told back her, then. Oh, yeah, God, we don't show both. pictures. Um, <laughs> we thought we were nice. Nice is relative to the year. That uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And everything was baggy. <laughs> um, so she gets there. There's ro- you know red rose petals all the way down from the door to the downstairs. Mm-hmm. I had uh, like a private dinner set up in Aww. our basement. And uh, she got there. there was Wait, a you red guys rose. were living together and you had bought a house no, already? No, 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 my, my parents' house. Parents. Listen, we are young. Okay. You know we, you know okay. we church kids. That's why I was like, hold on a second, time out. I missed that part of the story. No. 18, we couldn't afford anything. Uh, yeah, 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 okay. So we're in my parents' basement with, uh, now she sees the final rose, which is red, and I explained how the romantic side was now a part oh, of our story. Dang. So That's beautiful. Someone needs oh, to steal not, that for a proposal. Even, you're not even ready for what he did. Oh, let's, okay. hear the let's hear the story. No, wait, you gotta finish. Well, what did you have your brother do? So then do? this is dinner. My parents went cooking, but I, I created a menu so she could decide what she wanted them oh. to cook. Her parents are cooking. I had my little brother and my older brother dressed in tuxedos as waiters so this junk was hilarious this i got to humble fantastic. them in front of her it was wow. awesome they this did it for fantastic. me they love me yeah. i also want brian has done this many times with his brothers having him do stuff for me and y'all need to cash in if y'all hear this podcast y'all need to cash in <laughs> that's real have brian you do something for y'all the younger it. and the older brother how does the older brother two years older than me so and eight young eight, eight years, years younger. younger eight years younger. Yeah. yeah that's amazing that's fantastic yeah so the proposal centered on that theme but i am a dramatic person so i was like not only do i want to surprise her i want it to be like a big surprise epic proportions epic he doesn't want me to know at all okay so but our relationship is going really well at this Mm -hmm. point we're ready for marriage great i said i have to throw her off so far so what i did is i actually conjured up an argument and it was a complete fake argument she did not know about this she I got her, I planted seeds, and I got her to ask me if I was planning to propose. And I, for lack of a better term, I didn't go off, but I made a very strong stance that, are you kidding me? So you gaslit her. Basically. I said, Heavy. you think you're ready for marriage? <laughs> she, no, she, really? He, we were driving. He stopped the car. He was like, Lexi. Like, look, you see my face? Lexi. Oh, this is so dramatic. Like, dramatic. do you think we're really ready? Give with the in car stop? In, yes. the, in the writer strike, in the SAG after like, strike, yeah. give this man a because job. Because what do you say? You're just me. like, uh, uh, oh, yeah, exactly. no. Exactly. I, I, don't, exactly. I thought we were, but this energy is telling me we're not. I don't know where I and am I, right you now. And you know, I'm a G, so I was like, what? <laughs> I don't Marriage. think we're ready either. I, <laughs> I was like, I don't, I mean, yeah. Have I you guys agree. ever and seen like, Friends? Do you guys watch Friends? No. no. Oh, wow. I became really white in this <laughs> room. I was like, right. Right. gauge the room, buddy. <laughs> the, um, the, um, the analogy and I was going to make. And that what you did to Jamie Foxx. <laughs> you ain't, you was never cool and you show like that. I love you some Jennifer Aniston, but when that happened, I said, now, girl, you should sit there and eat your food. Just sit there and eat your food. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) So so I I conjured up this whole argument, made her think that we weren't ready. But, But the part that I conjured up was I asked her on a really nice date, and I said, you know, I want you to do your nails. I want you to do this. I never asked her to do her nails. So that's what gave her the thought that, wait, is this a proposal? And then I shut it. it down hard. Got it. I went too far. Mm-hmm. Because when it came time for the date, she was still pissed. pissed. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Right. And she I, I said, I don't even want to go on this date with you. We're not even uh, went off on me. And I said, Woman, I'm taking you on a date. We're gonna get through this. Get your dress on. <laughs> <laughs> to the point where I had a limo pick her up from her apartment. And, and you're still like fully unaware. No, no, no. I'm fully unaware. So, so I'm on the phone with her. It's a mental her. game at this point. I'm on the phone with her. The limo driver tells me I'm out front. Great. I call her and I say, hey, babe, I'm ready. Can you come out? 
I didn't know there was a limo. Outside. She didn't know there was a limo. She just thought that I'm not gentleman enough to come to the door, which I always do. But she was like, and you're not even going to come oh. to the door? I'm oh. through. Yeah, this is Jeez. a cherry on top. You're a dangerous game, I'm right? finna, I'm, <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm coming downstairs. <laughs> I'm finna come downstairs. Don't worry. Man. Keep in mind, mm -hmm. I'm 30 minutes away from her. So I'm like, I have. To, this has to go well. If, if she thinks I, I'm just not coming out. Say, Brian, come, come at the door. door. Oh. <laughs> I was like, Brian, come at the door there right is, now. There is no proposal. So I get her to literally just walk outside. She sees the limo. She, I got her so good that she still didn't know she was getting proposed to. Absolutely. She was like, no, he's apologizing. Was Anger yeah, yeah. was clouding your vision. She thought yes. I was apologizing. Yeah, absolutely. Ah, good. Mm. She, she, uh, I've told her we're going to dinner. She's dressed beautiful, whatever. So she goes to I thought it was an apology park. limo. Right. An <laughs> 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 apology limo is a very funny statement. So she, she gets driven to our favorite park. We have a lot of memories there. Um, and the park has a pier, and I set up the pier as an art gallery. So I had like drapes lining the entire pier. Oh my and gosh! Tables with something that again was very meaningful to us, and I had like descriptions as if they were art pieces, like collector's items. This is so sweet. So I wrote out like what this moment meant to us, what this item meant to us, how it was a part mm -hmm. of our story, and I again similar concept walked her through a time lapse of our history, and I did it so that she was by herself. There was no one else there because I wanted. Her her to understand and digest that she was about to get proposed to yeah. and have that moment for herself. Yeah, I without like nostalgia. family, without, without everyone, you know, the, the, all the cameras, like take a moment, breathe, enjoy this moment, be in this moment, yeah. and go through our history. And then I brought her back in the limo. She went to the other side of the park, which is where. Wait, I wait, wait. Was. Time, time, time. It did that happen? Were you that? Was yes, it I was digesting. For you? Like I was, I was hyperventilating by myself in the middle of the park. I was like, oh my god, like this is wow, this this is happening. And so I'm looking around, looking at all the stuff, and I'm like crying already. Yeah, because you're I, fully aware. Yes, but I thought that we were still going to dinner, and he was going to propose at dinner. Okay, but when I saw the limo turn, just it's like the park is two just, sides. Yeah, it's two sides. So he just turned and. People were like, why didn't you see them on the other side? Because there's, it's like a forest. It's not like a real park. So you see like a bunch of like trees, so you can't see across. Mm -hmm. And so when they came, then. Okay, then, tell us. Then okay. I was there, shoot. I had her whole family, friends, everyone. And there's a pathway that leads down to the lake where uh, the whole pathway is lined with roses. And then I had like a little pedestal with the ring on it. And like all the, at the bottom of the pedestal was all the different color roses that I gave her when I asked her to be my girlfriend. So there was all those represented as well. Man. I almost said this hey, nigga. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. That you is outstanding it work. Yeah. It was, I might be one of the best proposal stories I've, we've I've ever heard. I've never heard one better. That and was then, good. So I'm bring it back you. to the girlfriend thing was like solid. elite. It was what was solid. the time in between the two? Four years. Four years. Four years? Yeah. I had oh, weeping. Oh, I was I was shaking walking to him. And then I had to stop for a minute because I'm like, I gotta take this in. This is a this is this is real. Like, Y'all need is... to understand though, Lexi is a thug. She is a totally humble under God uh woman <laughs> who uh <laughs> who, that he spelled <laughs> thug there, you guys. It's good work. Yeah, that was who, great. Uh, believes that she is not gonna cry. She mm -hmm. told me in our history, like, I'm not gonna cry at the proposal. I'm like I mean, I have a moment. Oh, so now you gotta just wait. You have well, a you have a goal in mind. Vendetta. I'm yeah. gonna break I'm, I'm, I'm gonna going break down. you. I'm gonna get tears out of you. Break you. 
You will lose. I will break. What is that? Um, Batman. I will. No, I was thinking of. Oh, Batman. you thinking of Bane? Thinking of Bane. Yeah. Oh, Bane. I love that. Scene. I will break you. Oh, it was such a good moment. Yeah, yeah it was good. He was Batman. That's was Kev's favorite movie. Oh, you oh, fight like a young no, no, man. No, no. Okay, Ryan, you got to do your voice. You were born in the dark. Ah! <laughs> I was molded this, by it. This is Kev's favorite line. I love it. Because Batman was just it just didn't work, and he broke his back. Yeah, broke no, his that back. Was, he sent him to a hole to do that movie. That trilogy is in my. It was heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking. Just, you guys are just raising up in the yeah, gas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Kev's yeah, favorite. Yeah, yeah. Love I love it. it. I love it. I keep thinking this is your phone. This is my phone. Okay, I'm continue. Just, I'm just checking for the food, guys. I'm, well, at this point, um, uh, the only thing I'll mention is uh, a funny moment that happened. Now I get down on one knee. Everyone's weeping. Everyone's a very beautiful moment. But keep in mind, this park has houses that line the outskirts of the park. So as I'm in the middle of my proposal speech, I'm on one knee, you know, mm-hmm. about to do this thing. And all you hear is this kid run by, and he goes, you're going to get laid. Uh, <laughs> I was like, freaky. Well, Hilarious. maybe in a year. But, um, <laughs> well, wow, you can't even plan that. No, it was it, it's I, a great I, memory. I, and, and the person that I am, I got pissed. I was <laughs> like, the moment is <laughs> yeah. ruined. ruined my moment. <laughs> Start everything. Brian's a perfectionist. Yeah. He was like, I am. I didn't even hear the guy. That's I'm just so in love. Funny. That's yes. funny. Oh, this is the sweetest. This is freaking fantastic. Okay, so wait, I, I I have a little bit more questions. What is your major? Political science. I was gonna be a lawyer. Poli sci. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you think yeah. it was? I don't something artsy. No. Oh. Something cre- a writer oh, or something. No. I don't know. You, oh no. She is the creative artsy like butterfly <laughs> child. You know, like, I'm just going to go with the wind and whatever I feel like doing today. Like, that was her. She's gotten a lot more structured the longer and we've you're been the together. But... Mm-hmm. And you're the string? That, so, so let's go about this. Hold on, hold on. I'm being attacked about the no, question. Yeah, I'm sorry. It, because normally that's not how it works in my mind. So there's always exceptions to the rule. But I'm, you were here. You're you, here. You, okay, you I... were sounding very kind, like a little bit. <laughs> so okay, okay, okay. okay. All right. Fast forward. Okay, so how did your wedding? I don't know if you can top the. the you got a high bar. Okay, Brian, listen. <laughs> I don't know how you top anything after you have kids, after you have Brian uh, has topped anniversary. one year anniversaries. Brian, like, Brian, he keeps saying he's going to give me socks to start low. I have again. a philosophy. Every five years, give him you socks. You got to recalibrate. That, I do the that all the way down. Let is it always five? I do it every up. other year. We, oh, I'm yeah, every other year. I was, we're realizing that if you don't, you're, it just gets... It just gets out it gets of here. It's expensive. Yeah, too. It gets expensive. It gets we were just talking about this for vacation. For we were t- our kids, which also is such a blessing, I, as I say it. We're like, we usually do a pretty good family vacation. Mm-hmm. So we're like, where do you guys want to go? You know, with you know, just throwing out to the kids, right? Because we like them to be involved in the family vacation, and yeah, me yeah. and Melissa pick the ones just for us. Mm-hmm. My youngest son was like, <clears throat> with not a hesitation in his breath. Not a single one. Oh, you know what I'd love. To go to Brazil to see Christ the Redeemer. <laughs> Absolutely. Or Machu Picchu. Uh, this we is like, no joke. What Bora, do you know about Machu Bora, Picchu? Bora Bora would yeah. be acceptable. Yeah, ele- yeah elevated. So, yes. This yeah, is Josiah. Like, not at- Isaiah, because I know y'all are thinking it's Isaiah. This is not Isaiah. Yeah. This, this is the actual And in his defense, our youngest son <laughs> this is, is uh, he loves he's a burgeoning pictures. photographer. Mm-hmm. So he loves to see like beautiful things. I love right? that. I love that. So we look into Machu Picchu. And because Brazil was like, it's like during their carnival, some some season that like yeah, Christmas yeah. is wildly expensive and yeah. it needs to be booked out a year. Wow. So our travel agent yeah. was like, she sent over the thing and me and Melissa were like, hey, ain't no, you got Machu Picchu money? 
This, this seems like more of a Vegas Christmas yeah. or New York because we're not finna. This lady Machu was sending home, even for me, and I love to yeah, have love extravagant it. hosts. I was yes. like, nah, because we can't do this every year. We just yeah. went to Egypt. No. We went, uh, you got to no breaks. You got to come yeah, back so down. You guys just went to Dubai, too. Yes. We went to Dubai. That was beautiful. With you guys look great. With the Tabitha Brown. Tabitha Brown. Period. <laughs> hey. Listen. Period. We thought we were doing okay in life, and we are. Tap. Listen, listen. They doing all right. <laughs> they doing all right. They doing all right. There's levels to this. There's levels to this. There's levels. Because we sitting here with y'all studio. I'm like, they doing all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay and all right. It's relative and within your friend we group. Doing all, yeah, that, we doing that, okay. That is true. They let's, doing all right. Let's take a break real quick for our uh, sponsor. Yes. We're and, back from our sponsors. This podcast ain't be getting no sponsors, so we probably didn't get one. But <laughs> we're still we're still having a good time interviewing people we like. <laughs> all right. Now, you... We want to talk about two things before mm-hmm. we go on to the rest of the yep. question. The kite and the string thing. Well, let's just go into and it. And then you had, a, you had a question for, for me. Yes. Before let's we go. forget. Okay, so let's set it up. So we always ask people about um, their relationship dynamics because in most relationships, you find that someone is the string, someone is the kite. Mm-hmm. Our personal definitions, or at least in our dynamic, um, I am the string, like, definitively. Kevin is the kite. Definitive. We we don't overlap. There's there's never a time I'm kiting and kept stringing. Mm. <laughs> he he is always the kite. I'm always the string. And so what we have found is that for me, the kite is the person that is um, very much big dreamer. Mm-hmm. Um, they are the delusional one. So it looks you like this. you all need a little delusion. You got to be delulu to yes. be in this business <laughs> so, and to be in this life. So what happens is... It's only crazy till it happens. Amen. Yes. Amen. But then, Come on now. But then, Somebody need to make a shirt. Correct. Yeah. But then the string is always like, so in the event of, let's create a backup plan. So, for example, Kevin's like, let's do a show. Okay, great. If it don't sell out, what's our contingency plan? There's no way it's not going to sell out. Mm. What do you mean? So you've been mm-hmm. listening to Will Smith. Plan B. Yeah, exactly. What plan B? Plan B. I've met him. I don't know if you know this. I, oh, we'll make sure to include the picture. Yeah. We'll make sure here because yes. I haven't. I've never that. talked about this yeah, publicly. Uh, yeah, but I met Will Smith one time. But yes, I agree. We'll make sure to hold. Wow. Every show is going to sell out. Every seen. every seat. Every show we make is going to be sold because that is his, that's his mindset. Like yes. that's what he always talks. CBS, ABC, NBC, HBO. They're all going to be fighting. All chips are in. Doesn't matter how many times that has not happened. Correct. It has not happened once. It's not going to happen this That's time. It's going to happen this time. Yeah, it's going to happen. And next time, they're fighting over it. So mm. that's very like the the give your definition of who you think a, a kite is, and then I can give my specific one for a string of who a kite is. Yeah, like what is your definition of a kite? I, I, to me, a kite is a person that just <clears throat> lives life very grounded. Grounded. No uh, kite, kite, not string. Oh, Kite. I'm Kite. sorry. I was playing like, in the air. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He in the air. Right. Right. They, they, they ain't on right. the ground. Everybody right. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think that uh, a Kite is, I mean, I think you just said it. Okay. I don't have a different. Okay. So they're very, they're big dreamers. Um, they're always, everything is going to work 100% of the time. Always, always, always. Every show will be sold out. Every book will be sold. This will be phenomenal and amazing. They're the ones waking up in the morning and spitting out. Okay, so I was thinking about this. Like, they're that person. And the string, we can go with you, but we're also like, okay, so I'm going to keep... It's the string it in the production the budget. You have your budget, sound, camera, and you also leave a contingency I've got part of your budget. Okay, go ahead. Usually 10%, 5 to 10% of your budget is contingency because something's going to go wrong. You just mm. don't know how. People like me are like, boy, we don't need no contingency. Everything's going to go right. right. People like Melissa are like... Of, of course, that's the plan. 
But in the event it doesn't go right, we'll just have this set aside. And then mm. what ends up happening usually is the, the set aside. Right. The set aside is necessary because the kai you need to make sure of both. You need to make sure of both. The budget is twenty thousand, so we're only going to spend twenty thousand. No, no, no. And the we're going to spend eighteen thousand. Eighteen thousand. We're going to come under budget. The <laughs> string is going to say, if the budget's twenty, let's prep for thirty, maybe even thirty-two. Mm-hmm. And if we fall somewhere between that, we won. So this is I why. Think, I think this is this is what why we struggle with this. We cannot be fit in a box. We can't okay? be. We can't. We are be. dynamic are you guys individuals. Hybrid? I think that we are. Hi- I think Ky- that we are hybrid. different de- depending on what it, the it depends thing on what is. category yes. we're talking about. Okay. Depending on the category, I am very heavy kite in some areas. I'm very heavy string in others. Lexi mm-hmm. is very heavy kite and very heavy string, and this is why we went back and forth. Yeah. Okay, so give us examples of of what's your typical dynamic. It sounds like your typical is you're the kite, you're the string. We d- I, I cannot tell you from a day uh, if we're talking typical day to day because there is typical day to day. And then there is the visionary goals, like dreamer, you know. So, yeah, I would say day to day, Brian is the string, hundred percent, and okay. I am the kite. Okay, you know, we. I was like, "Where are we spending money?" I'm like, "That's how." That's Lexi, how Lexi, I didn't, Lexi didn't know what a budget was until she met me. <laughs> I didn't know what a budget was. But Kevin still doesn't know what a budget is. Creators, <laughs> you know? yeah. But um, but yeah, I would say from a day to day perspective, that is who that I would say that. You're definitely string, and mm-hmm. then I'm the kite. From a dreamer's perspective, as far as visionary and you know ideas, business goals, Brian is definitely the um, kite. And I, we have done a number of different things over the course of our relationship that I was like, "Baby, this is gonna work. We're gonna make a lot of money." Blah blah blah. Some of it made money, some of it didn't. Mm-hmm. And she supported me through all that, but it was definitely like you can definitely tell I'm like, "We're gonna be here. We're gonna do this," and I, I know how we're gonna get there. And Lexi support that but then other times Lexi has to be like no like let's think about it you need to like take a step back because you're moving too fast I was just about to say oh you are a guy yeah I was just about to ask you when it comes to business and like sometimes it can switch right because a lot of people because you know I'm full-time with social media so I do a lot of our social media I kind of do all the emails and all that type of stuff and then also the creative all those things and so I had to learn how to be more mm-hmm. of a string to mm-hmm. myself. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I was very much of, you know, we got to go, we got to go, we got to go, and we got to do this. But also, Brian had to slow me down and say, like, hey, let's think about this. Let's not spend all this money on mm-hmm. this. And, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's re- it really is dynamic. Like, it depends on what That's factor mm-hmm. and what scene we're in, and, yeah. and we take on different roles. And, uh, and especially with social, real quick, with mm. social media, I feel like, that now I'm like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Mm-hmm. And you can slow, you know, he can slow me down when it comes to, you know, the business of social media. But then, yeah, I don't, it, it's, it, it there's can a lot be of nuance to it. It can really be matched. I love this. We've never, I don't think we've ever had a couple so that ever. was ever. It's usually very definitive. Yeah, it's very definitive. And, this, and consistent. Yeah. yeah, and so it's actually fantastic to hear um, that you guys are a hybrid. You're able to, it almost sounds like you did start definitive and then you yes. learn from each other. Yes. And now you're exactly. able to. Yeah. Lexi has grown so much in the area of like organization, scheduling, like 
just maturing the overarching side of being an adult, honestly, yes. because we've got together when we were kids. Like, yeah. we didn't know yeah. any of this, right? Yeah. But, but I have embraced the side of, like, it's okay, we can be spontaneous. We can try this out. Let's go for it. Like, let's make it happen. We can drink, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's very interesting how we have played off each other. Yeah. Oh, I think that's beautiful. I really do. I think that is um, also marriage where you're able, because one of the things that I say about this dynamic is that without the string, which, again, I so am, is that you have no lift. And so as a string, you're just on the ground. Mm-hmm. And there is a lot of, um, which I do find comfort in, there's a lot of safety and stability in being grounded. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not up in the winds and in, in the rain Absolutely. and the yeah. atmosphere. And it's dangerous up there. So I don't mind being on the ground. But every now and again, you do need that kind of levity yeah. in life. It, you need that spontaneity. And I think it depends on what your vision is for you and your family. Our vision is to not be average. Our vision is to get outside of the mold. And we don't want to be cookie cutter. Mm-hmm. That's never yeah. been our story. Mm-hmm. That's never been who we want to be. And so I had to embrace early on that if I don't want to be cookie cutter, I can't live a lifestyle that will only lead to that. Right? That's good. Yeah. Something needs to change. Something needs to shift That's in order good. for us to break outside of that mold. You know, when you look at like the structure of people getting a nine to five and this and that and the other thing, I we've never been siloed to just that. Mm-hmm. We've always had something else going on. We've always been dynamic and in that regard, and it, we we have to if we're going to go to a different level personally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I adore this idea, and the the other thing is um, with the safety, um, you do become cooker cutter, cookie cutter. Mm-hmm. There is like there is safety in knowing. When I press this down, this is the cookie cutter. Staying with that analogy, it's going to come out exactly the way that I pictured because it's in the shape of this cookie and I don't, there's not a lot of variables there. I find a lot of comfort in that. Um, But the other thing about the um, uh, kite, as I always say this, without the string, they fly so, they can fly so close to the sun Mm -hmm. in their dreams that they'll burn. Icarus. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. And so you do have to find um, the beauty in the dynamic that is a kite and string. And honestly, um, because we were married so um, early and I don't even know that we've recognize kind of this dynamic in our relationship there really wasn't an appreciation for this dynamic Mm -hmm. and without it this is the words that you can use we've never said this to each other but i feel like we've probably thought this a kite can come across as irresponsible Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and and that irresponsibility is spontaneity that irresponsibility is spending money that we don't have betting on your it's betting on yourself but i'm looking at it as irresponsible because we don't got no money to be betting in the first place so get out the so get out the casino just get out Mm -hmm. the other thing though is that the the kite or i'm sorry the string can be looked at as unsupportive Mm -hmm. because all i want to do is stick to a plan that feels safe. And mm-hmm. so once you learn to have an appreciation for what Kevin brings or the kite brings, and he has an appreciation for what I bring as the string, there's balance and you mm-hmm. can share that and learn from each other and grow your relationship, your marriage, but also your business. Yeah. You know, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. <clears throat> I think two things I want to say uh, along the cookie cutter analogy. I used to work at Boeing and Boeing made a buttload of money making 737s. And they got so good that they made 737s, and it was like a cookie cutter. Like, Mm. it was perfect. The problem was they delayed innovating because they were making so much money Mm. doing this. And then Airbus was beating them because they didn't have an assembly line of planes, and eventually you got to make new stuff. And Boeing was just like, 737, 30, mm, 737, it's all we're going to do. And Airbus was like, we're going to make this new thing. We're going to do this. Mm-hmm. And then people were like, hey, this Airbus stuff is kind of cool. 
And when Boeing switched, it was kind of too late. Too late. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. It's like the movie Air, um, when, if you saw that. I ain't seen that yet. Yeah. Oh, I can't give it away. Don't give it away. Oh, I did watch it. You watched it? Well, what I should say, it the watched betrayal. me. <laughs> it watched me. See? You're trying to save something. I'm going to download it. I'm going to want to say is this, though, too. The when it works well, right? There was a show that we did that I was championing. Championing, I was like, "This is great. It's gonna work." Like I often do. It was very expensive. The budget did balloon well past what I thought. And <laughs> this it, will be in the book. It, it was gonna be in the book. <laughs> it didn't work out like I thought. Right? Humongous loss. Mm. So <clears throat> Melissa could have been like, mm. "Told you so." Right? Mm-hmm. And then I could have been like trying to hold me back. I'm going to get it back this time. Next time it's right. I got a plan. I got a plan. I got a plan. I'm going to learn. But what happens when you learn and you see each other as a partner as opposed to an enemy, you can say, let me take some of what she's saying Mm -hmm. so I don't... It's not that I'm going to stop, right? I'm not going to make anything. I'm not going to take a risk. But maybe I can take a mitigated risk so that next time if I lose, I don't lose so much. It's calculated, yeah. It's Mm -hmm. calculated. It's like one thing I'm learning, I... I often, I don't know if this is just the way I am, this is Taurus. A lot of times I say I'm, I don't believe in astrology, but then everybody says everything I do is 100% because of Taurus stuff. stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate when it works out that we're like, damn. Like, damn. <laughs> it'd be like me to a T. Like, yeah. I got whatever they say I got, I got. Uh, I can be very bullheaded and like, I'm doing this and I'm, I'm going to learn. But what I've learned is if I take some of her great qualities yeah. and add them to how I see the world, there, there are more mitigated risk, and if I win, I win big. One time we were having a meeting, I was like, worst case scenario, if I listen to the way Melissa would have done this, if I lose, my bet is hedged. Mm-hmm. If you win, you still win big, yeah. right? For me, it's always win big or lose big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And it can't be that way, because when you lose time. big, it, comes it's, with the family. It, it can be dangerous. Mm-hmm. And to a string, it's like, you done killed our you know, resources, blah, blah, blah. Right. And I think that's part of marriage. I think yeah. it's part of the reason why you're attracted to somebody who has different qualities mm-hmm. than you. But if you can do it right, you can you can win better. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because in the past, you can my, lose better. Yeah, even mm-hmm. lose better. But my big uh, wins have helped get us where we are. Right. But yes. if I look back in the past, those were mitigated wins with her input. With you know what's crazy? Hardest period of our entire marriage was in 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, funny enough, not because of quarantine. <laughs> um, really? No. Not because of quarantine. But we were, we, I mean, we were, we were, we were creators, worked at home already. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. And, and, Brian, and Brian was uh, already like home. Like, you know, Got not it. really. We were tra- My, traveling. I was virtual. For a bit. Yeah. I was traveling. But then I was virtual working from home for a while. And we <laughs> loved it. We actually loved yeah. being next to each other and working together. But um, the hardest season of our life was in 2020. We had just had our first child. Mm-hmm. Um, we were building a house, and I was flipping a lot of houses on the side at the same time. A lot of bad decisions that were made that were uncalculated that she told me mm-hmm. to calculate prior mm-hmm. to. I kind of blazed past that thinking, you're not an expert in this field. Mm-hmm. I'm the one that studied this for three years. Mm-hmm. I'm the one that mm-hmm. has people and connections, and they tell me this Is and this and that. No, <laughs> and so she tells me, "Hey, you shouldn't do business with this person. It's too personal. They're too close. That's going to be an issue. Hey, you should check this person out more. You shouldn't trust them. You shouldn't do all these things." We lost everything we had. Oh, we lost everything. So we're in the middle of building our home, like our next yep. home, mm-hmm. our more expensive home. Oh no! And we lost a hundred thousand like, dollars, like that. 
contractors stole a bunch of money. That's um, the, the, this uh, is our story. South, mm-hmm. like everything happened all at the same time. Now we're in quarantine. We have a new child. We're now we're trying to work through postpartum stuff too of learning to be parents. But there was underlying resentment towards, and I can't ever blame. But I mean, Lexi handled it so so much better than I did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but like th- it was a very difficult point for us because it goes back. And brought up so many underlying things of, do you value my opinion? Mm. Do you listen to me? Mm. Do you actually care about mm. what I think? Because I don't care if these people are experts in their fields. I'm your wife. And this has to Time do with out, me. Brian. Time out. <laughs> Time out, Brian. <laughs> verbatim. Really? Ver- wow. I mean, and I'm not even using the word verbatim as like... I mean, no, verbatim. Like, <laughs> wow. Different Pull industry, <laughs> exact words, wow. exact scenario. We didn't lose everything, but we lost big. We lost Man. everything. We are, we are not. We went from having a good little nest egg to in debt. Overnight. We became vagabonds. Vagabonds! <laughs> we were like, you had the stick it wasn't with the bad little, parents like the, that. With, but with we the had red no and white, idea. like the cartoons when <laughs> they're like, <laughs> they have no place Don't to go. go. They're, they're we, looking for we, a train. We literally went to, went to Tennessee, and partly because we had nowhere to go, but also because we were in the middle of quarantine. We the long, home wasn't done yet. It got the home delayed. Wasn't, the home wasn't oh, done yet. It got delayed because of Oh, you literally were vagabonds. We had nowhere to Because there was a home being built. It was both. It was both. It was both. It was both. Like, we have places we go, but we don't want to keep asking our parents Absolutely. and stuff to stay. So I remember us driving back because we went, you know, we said we went on vacation to go to a cabin and stay there. And it was the week after our rental home's uh, lease was up. And they mm-hmm. said, if you don't do another full year, then you can't stay here. They were not doing month to month. We got another we were four months to parents, figure out with our parents. Our parents to our and our being brother and sister. It was six of, what, six of us? Mm-hmm. Seven of us? And we, and our baby, and all of us had to disperse. Like we didn't, all Dang. of us had to figure out where, where we were go. going and they went somewhere where it's like, okay, well we can't stay there. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, we can't, we were driving home and we were like, where are we going? We realized where on we the going? way home from our trip that we didn't have a place to stay tonight and we have a baby. And it was probably one of the most You guys were unhoused. <laughs> we did not have a place to stay. I think we stayed at Lexi's mom's house mm-hmm. that night and we got an Airbnb for a week after that. Mm-hmm. And then we went from the Airbnb to, to I think her mom's house. And, I, and it you went talk back about and a dreamer. Forth. Babe, we're going to, I got a plan. It's coming. Like, you know, I talked to the contractor. It's going to happen. Oh, babe. It didn't happen right here, but you know, it's going to, babe. Like, I got, like, it kept, like, okay, all right, so it's happening. Oh, wait, wait, no, it didn't happen. Oh, wait, so it's happening. Oh, wait, no, no. I'm like, okay. And now we don't have anywhere to go. We finally found a month to month apartment that would get us until the house is being built, done built. built. But we went from, we moved five times in four weeks. Wow. Dang. So wait, with now, a newborn. With the biggest Woo! question is what did you learn from that? What advice would mm-hmm. you tell you then, knowing what you know today? It's so funny because I think there's business advice I could give, but uh-huh. from a relationship perspective, yeah. um, there has been key strategic points in my life where I had to make a decision. And that was a moment that I wish I made a decision earlier. Do I value my wife's thoughts? Do I, do I value my wife more than the idea of making money more than the idea of where can we go? Where can we elevate to? What if this works? But all of those things, I I am a dreamer in that sense. So you're starting to see a little bit of kite come out because I'm like, I see what life could be if these things all pan out Mm -hmm. and I want that. And I'm, I'm going after it, mm-hmm. but it was at the cost of our marriage. Mm-hmm. And so what I would have said is 
nothing is worth the mm-hmm. cost of your marriage. And if you are not on the same page, doesn't matter what the and I don't care if there's a hundred percent guarantee of success. If you're not on the same page, my marriage is worth everything. That's and it's good worth more than anything else. It's the same thing as compromising our beliefs or our morals with Christ. Like if it doesn't align, I don't care what the outcome is, it's not worth it. Mm. That's good, Brian. What you got to say, Kevin Fredericks? <laughs> this white male <laughs> has lived my life in a different city and state. I mean, it's literally... And who, who has watched Friends. And who has watched Friends. He's multiverse Kev. <laughs> if Kev was white and grew up in Detroit, with yeah. Michigan, as Troy, Michigan, he's a multiverse Kev. That's fantastic. I that's promise good. you, that that's is good. a lesson I learned to the T. I mean, mm. to the T. And the part is, as a dreamer, I believe... It, we, it, I'll just speak for me. It, mm-hmm. it probably is true for you, but I'll just speak for me. In my mind... Not only is this working for me, when it works, it works for all of us. Right. Absolutely. Right? And I'm doing this for the family. I'm doing this for the family, which sometimes is a lie. That's a absolute lie. Mm-hmm. 100% lie. It's a 100% lie. But we lie to ourselves. I want to talk to about To tell it ourselves too. what we want to believe mm-hmm. to move how we want to move. Yes. 100%. The thing that I realized is the exact thing that you realize. Like, sometimes I am so dream-oriented that it comes at a cost. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And that cost of Melissa's trust, her feeling valued... That cost is not worth the risk, even if it did work. Mm-hmm. But I did not always believe that. Mm-hmm. I always believed that it was kind of like, almost like Thanos in the sense of like, mm-hmm. this is my goal. And it's whatever. It's worth it, everything else. Yeah. What but did what it did it cost? cost? You? It cost me everything. So, mm-hmm. and one thing that I always am checking myself about, and this is like a recalibration thing that I do with myself, I don't want to win at the expense of. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So if I become as big as Tyler Perry, right, which is a dream, I want to be big, I want to fly private, yes. I want to give all these people jobs. But it comes at the cost of my marriage, I have lost. Yeah. Because I know I will sit in that house mm-hmm. that can be as big as the state of Indiana mm-hmm. and it won't matter. Yes. And I don't wanna... If it's empty, if I'm empty, if I'm lonely, like I the truth is if I have this house we have now, or if we live in a three bedroom in in Mississippi or whatever, anywhere, mm-hmm. South Dakota, but our house is full of love and joy and laughter, then that. it doesn't matter. Wow, y'all because, are sounding this is crazy. That's that's crazy. crazy. This that's is crazy. crazy. And this industry... I've said that will, exact... Mm-hmm. I've said if I need to make only 30000 40000 I've done it already. But I'm in a janky apartment with my family that loves me and mm-hmm. we're doing game nights and we're if spending... If all I'm we good. have is Uno night, then Uno good. night it is. And we've already lived that. Yes. Right, that's one of the benefits of of us not popping early. Mm-hmm. Is we live that no money life, yeah. game nights, and I don't have a bad memory there. Yeah, no. we had great times yep. with. We, Melissa was a master of planning stuff for zero dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, we did all the stuff, we do so zoos many and traveling. Yes. And un, I mean, all the pictures, like all you remember is the month is the moment. You don't yeah. remember like she went to. Uh, uh, her sister's house. Her sister was on food stamps. <laughs> we had so many state-sponsored picnics and barbecues Shit. because all of our homies was on food stamps, and we had the house, and we had the grill. We all yeah. tripped yeah. in. Good old times. Eating yeah. good. Eating good. <laughs> we was buying stuff that didn't belong on the grill. <laughs> we don't even know how to cook lobster on the grill you right now. Right right it's okay. <laughs> right. So I think, and, and it's up to us to value that because you can then start to see your partner as an enemy who, like Melissa was saying earlier, doesn't believe in you, doesn't think mm-hmm. you're gonna, doesn't think it's gonna work. And really, you need to see them as an asset. Yeah. yeah. Right. And if yeah. you value the person, then to me, the life is more important than 
the success. And we don't yeah. need to go there. I'm going to say this real quick, and we can pop right back out. Okay. okay. Uh, we're yes, church sir. kids. Yeah. So when you look at it from a ministry perspective, there are too many pastors who put ministry Come on. as that vision, Come on. as that dream. Come and they on. will fly everywhere. They will do everything in the in the pursuit of helping people, in the idea that they're fulfilling a higher calling and leave their families high and dry. 100%. Not yeah. at home, not taking care of the kids, not taking your, care of your marriage. And now we're, we're saying that this is what Christ looks like, and that's false. Right. That is not what Christ looks like. And so that's why people look at that and that are not churchy, that are not Christians. Yep. And it get, it's like it ties in so many different 1%. facets of life. Like marriage is the foundation Absolutely. of everything. Absolutely. Yeah. And I was going to, I, we were, um, I was thinking about this when you were talking about cookie cutter. And I think what helped us a lot to kind of get out of that box was when we went through IVF. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, I know we want to talk. I don't know if that go was a good talk, but it you made go, you okay. Go. It's a, y'all story. Yeah, we're just it's just flowing. Flowing. Okay, okay, okay. I was like, Flow I didn't know right if there now. was order. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to think about it, but um, but yeah, when we went through IVF, like I think that was a huge hit for us of recognizing, like I can't believe we have to, you know, pray to have a baby. Mm-hmm. We have to have faith to have a baby, mm-hmm. and we had this cookie cutter life. You know, Brian had a good job. Mm-hmm. You know, we got our first house right after we got married. We moved in. Like, everything was just, was just, this was it. This was great. This was life. And then it just started to all, like, crumble and change, mm-hmm. and dealing with that was hard. Yeah. yeah. You, when you're talking about this, and I want to go a little bit deeper, I often, it sounds like, I'm going to just ask y'all, y'all can tell me if you want me to cut it out. Were you virgins on your wedding day? Hello. <laughs> ha! Something in the air. It's hot. You see something? You see it's something hot bad? in here. You see something in the air? Who uh, turned the heat up? Wait, this this way, this way. Like everything's fine. You shaking the water. Don't want it to spill. Uh, are, are we still? That recording? was the most well-timed water drink. <laughs> Even though you had already started to drink it, boy, it came at the that perfect was time. I just happened to be thirsty at this. The moment. synchrony of it all. Very thirsty. I mean, moment. that was fantastic. I'm, a, I'm sorry. So, so I'm gonna say this. We can decide if we want to put this in there later. Let's text me later. Gonna, let's put it this way. I'm not giving my mama the link to this podcast. There we go. There we go. <laughs> because to this mama. day, prophet is called. To this day, I don't know if my mom knows that we weren't virgins. <laughs> to this day, to, to this, this day. day, you know what? As parents, you don't even if you. They knew, don't need to know. You don't, don't want to know. know the I don't want to know. know. She don't want to know. Can I? I'm gonna share a quick story, and this junk was hilarious. We are at a family dinner. Lexi and I have been married for about five years. I've, I've told my brothers. My brothers know that we weren't virgin. Yeah. My, mom, my mom knew, you know, a few years back. Yeah. No, 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 no. We didn't have sex with anyone else. Like, yeah. our first time was each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, That's what y'all first said. But um, <laughs> I'm at dinner with the whole family. And my, my brothers, my older brother's engaged at this point. And she makes a statement. They're talking about how hard it is to abstain. She mm-hmm. says, well, if Brian and Lexi can do it, so can you. And we all just looked at each other like. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and this is the moment where they decide. This is the moment where they decide, are they are we real brothers? The are they for us? Yeah. Or are they against yeah. us? Did I do anything recently right. no, that, that you're going out me? I promise his brother, Because his brothers are like my brothers. Like, we we are very, very close. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, we've been together since we were 18. Mm-hmm. So we're like... Yeah, y'all kind of grew yeah. up together. We grew up together. That's how me and Melissa's sisters are. Yeah, so they, we looked at them and I was like... We all stayed stone-faced. Stone-faced. 
face. Because the power's in their hand. Oh, and okay. I grew up with brothers. Like, I don't have sisters. Yeah. So it's like, am I about to tackle you right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just let me know. What are we about to do today? And we, what are we going to do you, today? We got you through. We got through. And all of a sudden, all the siblings quietly, just one by one, left the table. And we went in the other room and started <laughs> cracking <laughs> up. That's hilarious. I mean, I don't want to make a joke of sex before marriage. No, but no, it no. Was funny. It was hilarious. hilarious. That is funny. What I was going to say is that I was a virgin. Kev wasn't a virgin either. I was a virgin mm -hmm. on our wedding day. And I often call it, even in the book, I call it, you feel like bamboozled, like tricked by this fairy tale image that's presented. That's so real. If you mm -hmm. do the things right, things mm -hmm. come easy. Yeah. For me, it was um, like the, the uh, what do you want to call it? Like sex drive. Like mm -hmm. I did all these things right. I was a virgin on my wedding day. When I get married, I'm finna be a hoe. It didn't work that way for me. Mm. So you think like, oh, we did all of these things right. Yeah. What? A hope for my husband. A hope for my husband. Yeah. I, my I, all the my songs dream is to be a hope with my husband. All the songs I can't listen to, <laughs> yeah. Cardi B, I'm here. I'm here. I'm going to be. I'm going to be a hope for my husband. Right. Um, so anyway, I say all that to say because you feel like, oh, we went to school and then we got married yep. and then we bought the house and now we're ready to have a baby. This is gonna, this is so great. Look at us doing it exactly the way that God intended it to be. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, now wait. Threw us all the way off. Why on God's green earth do I need <laughs> to have faith to have a baby? God, because that all wasn't these in the other plan. people who don't even want kids Correct. when they do Shouldn't it wrong, even be having kids when they do it wrong, easily getting kids, easily having mm -hmm. you mean and tell never... me the, the folks that was fornicating out here, not trying <laughs> to get married, hate their baby daddy, they got kids. Meanwhile, we over here, we go to church, we love you, Jesus, we pay our tithes, I sing in the choir, I do all these things, and I'm the one, mm -hmm. yeah. And not only that, but I think a lot of people think that okay, we just go through IVF and then everything is fine, but I we recently. With our, because we went, we've been through IVF twice, mm -hmm. and we recent recently experienced grief through mm. that, and and this is where it starts to get a little, you know, spiritual, because um, we were in the middle of IVF, mm -hmm. and had retrieved the eggs, retrieved the eggs, <laughs> embryos are already put together, yeah. they're nesting, they're cold, they're mm -hmm. on ice. Yeah. To backtrack, we waited even a year before to do I to do IVF again because we wanted to see like God, ah, we don't want to put you in a box. Mm -hmm. Like, let's see mm -hmm. if we can actually have this baby mm -hmm. naturally. Mm -hmm. No, okay, it's not working. All right, we pray about it. We're just trying to get some guidance. Mm -hmm. We're like, okay, we're gonna go through IVF again. In the middle of that, did all the did all the things. We're about to do the egg transfer. And scheduled, in between that, scheduled for like two weeks later or something. Mm -hmm. Yep. In between that, my period didn't come. I'm like, that's weird. And I got pregnant naturally. Shut mm. up. In between that, I got pregnant naturally. And you, we are very into, you know, we're very in our church family. Brian's, Brian's mom is, uh, you know, a prophet in church. You know, we have uh, ministers all around us. So when you hear stuff like that, you're like, oh, my gosh, this is a miracle. Mm -hmm. Like, this is a miracle, baby. Yeah, yes. And so my first thought, and this is how I am with my, with my relationship with God, even though I see it, I'm like, God, what does this mean? But everybody's telling me what it means. Keep and they're mind, like, sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead. Keep in mind, I've, the reason why we're not able to have kids is male infertility. So this is on me, mm -hmm. which is a whole different story mm -hmm. of stuff mm -hmm. I had to go through to mentally grapple mm -hmm. and get myself together mm -hmm. about it. But now everyone's telling me, this is God's gift to you. You know, mm. showing you that it can be done and that he can heal. He's healed you and he's this, he's that. Like mm -hmm. now it's like bringing in the miraculous onto my side mm. as well. Mm. So it was very much like, oh, my gosh, like this is amazing. This is amazing. People are crying in tears. And so but then we lost that baby. Mm. We lost that baby. And mm -hmm. so now so now everything you put into it mm. is you're starting to question that. We're questioning and that. Just yeah. the point where Lexi finally 
like found joy in it. She went through a question period, like, mm. what does this mean? But mm. she finally let go of that. We're at six weeks mm. and was like, Meaning oh, to my lean God. into yes. lean into what people were we saying. We are experiencing a miracle. We're experiencing this a miracle. is God doing X, Y, Z. Yeah. Mm. And now when we lost the baby and it was very heartbreaking, Brian wasn't there. And we found out the heartbeat wasn't there. Like I'm getting all the updates and everything is good. Everything's good. Now it's time to see the ultrasound. We're excited. Brian wanted me to change the date because he had a meeting. I'm like, no, it's okay. I'm just hearing it, you know, and we didn't hear the heartbeat. And they said, we'll give it another week and we're waiting another week. And now we're in this, this mm, level. Like, oh, what do you this want? Limbo. What's going on? And so with that, now me and Brian have to understand how we're handling grief. Yeah. And it was very different. And understanding what does this mean about God? Yeah. <laughs> I sure, like, cause how we handled grief was very different. Mm. Brian handled grief like, you know, okay, I'm trying to understand God. This is hard. But my thing, I went into a deep hole mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. like, I need to make a decision of God. Are you are you good? I understand. Are you actually are you? Do I believe that God is good? Oof! I remember. And, yeah, I remember. Um, I was saddened by the loss of the child. That's where my focus and attention was. Mm-hmm. It was I'm sad the baby's not here, and I also had to get to the point. I remember having a conversation with Lexi, saying like, "Listen, if we have believed that God is good despite tragedy and cancer and this and that, for everyone else." Like, we cannot sit here and now, just because it's us this time, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. change his character. Mm -hmm. So we have to believe that he's still good. Mm -hmm. And, but Lexi went through more of a journey with that Mm -hmm. process. Mm -hmm. And that process took longer. Do I? So, and and trusting him with the author of my story, because I believe that a miracle is a great story. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For God. I'm like, that could be, you know. This is going to look good on your resume, Jesus. Not to say you need me, but it's like, you know, this would be great. I'm an eyewitness. You so, want this first-hand testimony? Yeah. It's me. It's me. So yeah. the problem was um, when I – we went through grief together, and we support each other. And it was a beautiful coming together for our marriage. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we were in a good space, but, like, that was just a very special time. Sure. Mm-hmm. It sounds weird, but no, it was very special, no, very it. intimate. Yeah. The problem was when I got over my grief, mm-hmm. and she did not. Mm-hmm. So she stayed in that place for longer than me. Mm-hmm. And when I got out, in my head, I'm good you should be good too. Right. We were going through grief together, so you should be good. So I started to go back to saying things casually and not being sensitive and not being as intimate and mm-hmm. not like protecting sure. that sacred space that she was in. Mm-hmm. And that caused a lot mm-hmm. of fallout. Again, it was like a part, was, I think the season I described earlier was probably the number one hardest moment. <laughs> I think this was probably number two mm-hmm. in our marriage and a season that we had to get through because she needed to know, like, where did you go? Right. Like, right. where are you? Why You're not here with me anymore. <laughs> you know yeah. what? The, listening to you guys, thinking about, like, life and marriage, even on individual journeys, and we say this a lot, but you, your, your story, both of those stories are such concrete examples of how much marriage is about learning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you are learning that person and yourself and navigating mm-hmm the ever-shifting dynamics of your relationship, yeah. right? And I think people underestimate, and I, I always say this, and your story makes it even more clear, I think when people get divorced after long periods of time, they get tired of that, yeah. right? Because that is a lot. It doesn't go of, away. It doesn't no go away. It learn. never, ever stops. We are, we were 21 and 20, 23 and, uh, or 21 and 20 got married, so we're basically eight weeks apart of in age. Mm. So 21-year-old version of us, no kids, is one thing. 25 to two kids is 
two things, people. right? Yeah. <laughs> 30, moving here, another thing. 35, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Four, like, as you age and change, your kids grow like you are always changing. Yeah. And I and then and also, it's not going to stop. No. When our boys leave, when they're gone five years, when they have grandkids, when you know you were the man and now you're not. You're making a lot of money and now <laughs> yeah. you're not. Yeah. When you taking a couple of L's in a row, mm-hmm. who are you? You know yeah. what I'm saying? When you're kind of unsure of what you want to do with your life, who are you? Mm-hmm. And your partner's got to learn to love that current version of you. And you guys were on the same journey, but a little different time. Yeah, and right. just, you're going through the same thing. But, yeah. but just this timing, two yep. two that's all it took. That's, that's all, all it takes took. is, mm-hmm. you, and because you were the father and you're the mother, that could be the time. Mm-hmm. And also, it could have been this way. Sure. Yeah. And it would have been a different dynamic. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what people underestimate of like, that's why we say marriage be hard, is yeah. because... It's a lot of work to do, and not like I'm joking about lifting weights. But one thing I found interesting, I used to lift weights a lot, right? Mm. And I got pretty strong. I do 225, I was up to 235, and then I stopped. And when you stop, your body like you, it was like you never Forgets even could that do that. It was possible. You be like, and I'd be like, bro, this, mm. I can't even. There's no muscle memory. Don't what? feel like that's None. a thing. <laughs> and I think really the, think it's muscle memory our out. trainer was like, you you can't stop. Right. You can stop for a day or two it's a, a lifestyle. week. You have to do it. You, if you stop, you will lose that strength. And I think that's the same thing about marriage. Mm-hmm. If you stop working on it, you will lose that strength, yeah. right. that Absolutely. ability. And it's going to take that same amount of work to build back up. And you're kind yeah. of constantly going to have to do it. And some will be some days when you're coasting and stuff. But if you stop caring, learning, changing, mm-hmm. uh, being sensitive, being protective, you know, listening, honing, yeah. you are going to lose what you've built. And yeah. I think that's what people underestimated because it's not always you cheated on me this, no. it's not always that honestly a lot of our people we don't um people that have gotten divorces like we don't even hear the cheating part yeah. it's just it's that just it's, it's hard and we have to like we're two different people right yeah. and that's one thing that you know we learned even in that season is that we're legit two different people so how we handle things we can't see it from you know Brian's yes. perspective and my perspective I never knew the definition of empathy. And this mm-hmm. is crazy. I, I was 31 years old. And I still didn't know what empathy meant. In my mind, I was very empathetic. I'm trying to be very empathetic, blah, blah, blah. But the definition in my psyche of empathy was, let me put myself in her shoes and figure out in her situation, what would I do? That's good, Brian. That's not empathy. Mm-hmm. And my, it took going to therapy and my therapist telling me, that's not empathy, Brian. And Lexi had to help me understand. Empathy is put yourself in her shoes and ask what would she do Mm -hmm. in that situation because her whole character is different than yours. Her experiences, her trauma, her this. You can't put yourself in someone's shoes and say, what would I do? Well, if I was having surgery, it's not a big deal to me because I don't really care about surgery. It's not about you. If they're afraid of surgery, you have to put yourself in their shoes and say, what makes me scared about surgery? How would I be feeling in this? It's it's just a completely different Mm -hmm. space. So when Lexi was going through grief, I had to come to the understanding of how is she grieving and what has what her her hopes and dreams been regarding this mm-hmm. experience and how does she see God right now? And through all of that, can I now understand what she's going through and better understand how to support her through that? Because I was trying to basically support myself going through yeah. that and it wasn't hitting. And get I was like, I don't hole. get it. Why is this not working? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our therapist you, gave us this. Oh God, I'm sorry. No, I was just gonna say, like, you know, they she she gave an example like if you are a person and you're trying to understand somebody in a wheelchair. 
Right. You've never been in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Right? You can't even you can't even talk about that. Yeah. You know, you're you're not you're not that person. You will never be that person. Yeah. And so what you can ask is, how can I sit with you in this space? How can I be with you in this moment? You, I, I can't I can't always understand. What I can do is you could tell me what to do and I can be there. We're huge on very huge on safe spaces and communication. Yeah. I you if I'm frustrated, if I'm mad, if I'm sad, if I'm trying to figure things out. I want to have a safe space to be able to talk about that. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. I think that I was just going to add to that. My therapist, uh, our therapist, gave us an analogy because I was struggling with the same thing. <clears throat> and to me, empathy was Melissa's in a hole and she's sad. I'm going to, and I'm above her. I'm going to, hey, here's a ladder. Come out. <laughs> I'm empathizing. Oh, with you. I'm oh, helping oh. you. Mm-hmm. And the therapist was like, empathy is using that ladder and you go down, down in that hole and yeah. you sit with her. Mm-hmm. And that's how you support somebody. It's not always about pulling them out or mm-hmm. because I would want to come out of it just because how, how I am. But true support sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes mm-hmm. means because if you don't, then it's just like you don't really care. You just want me to move on or whatever. You're yeah. not really trying to understand my feelings. Sometimes it's just like we're going to be sad together. There's just just sit here. in the hole for a little just bit. Just sit in the yeah. hole and be sad with me. Yep. Just yep. share in this moment with and even our friends who lost parents or grieving or whatever, yeah. sometimes just let me come over here and we finna be sad. Yeah. And sometimes we're gonna go over there and be happy. Mm-hmm. But it's not pushing them to do yeah. what you think is best, what you think is right, or what you think they need to do. Because right. you want the air to clear in your space. Absolutely. That's selfish. Yeah. You know, That's and it's crazy it. if it's selfish because it doesn't feel like it. No. It feels it like I'm trying to help. help you. Exactly. I'm trying to help. And you don't want my help, then fine. Stay in that hole. I'm not going to be sad with you. <laughs> yeah. Right? And I'm taking the ladder since you want to be sad. And I'm going to climb to the next. And then I'm going to tell break you what I'm doing outside the hole. So you. Hey, he's going to let you know. I'm having a great time. I'm having a great time. It's so fun outside the hole. That's so funny. Um, all right. What time is it? 11.24. Oh, great. All right. Let's end on this. First of all, you guys have been phenomenal. Outstanding. You guys have we been great. Been this, this, been great. this has been a good vibe. It has vibe. been. I'm happy we turned on the camera when we did. Um, last thing. What pieces... You already gave yours, kind of, so maybe I'll start with Lexi and we can work your way uh, to Ryan mm-hmm. if you have extra. What piece of advice would you give your younger self about marriage? Okay. I actually think you have a different one, but okay. Um, I would say, girl, chill. Like, girl, chill. And I say that, I say that because <laughs> as, so we believe that there is like gifts that, you know, God mm-hmm. gives you. Mm-hmm. And then there's, I believe there's perverted versions of those gifts. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times what I like to do, I like to read a lot. Mm-hmm. I like to read a lot about self-development. I like to read about self-help. I do a lot Ooh, of Don't just, let me find out you, me. I know, right? I feel like we. I feel like it's, it's similar. Yeah. It's the of Morales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I, you know, I like to. Re- I like to just think about, you know, where I am, how I, how I'm viewed with other people. Like I just like to read and understand myself. Mm-hmm. The perverted, ver- the perverted version of that is that my parents divorced when I was like, well, they got separated right after high school, and I did that because. I saw that their marriage was not good at all. Mm. And so I'm like, well, y'all not about to catch me. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I started reading a lot about myself. And yeah. so when I got into a marriage, I'm like, 
Brian, we're not. We we got to make sure that we do this. We got to make sure that we're you know staying. Uh, you know we're staying relevant. We're we got to make sure that we're you know taking care of each other. We can't something. miss each other. Like- Lexi mm-hmm. made it impossible for me to think that marriage was a fantasy. <laughs> she was like, no, it's gonna be hard. <laughs> we're gonna go through a lot of dark times, and here's what we're gonna do to get out of them. And I was like, dang. I was like, we need to read these books on the love languages of forgiveness, yeah. not the one that everybody else is reading. We need to read the forgiveness. The five one. languages of apology. <laughs> not the basic. Not the best words basic of level one. One Level stuff. 101. Right. We're Advanced Calculus America. Right. Come on. Come on. Y'all, trying to, y'all trying to read about this? We need John Gottman up here. Yes. Bring him in. <laughs> I'm like, we're not talking about these simple. We're not talking about the basics. Yeah. So I would I would do that a lot. Mm-hmm. And every time we would get into like a little argument or a little fit, I'm like, Oh my God! Where's my books? Oh my God! Ooh, I need my books. <laughs> That's exactly what he told me about page sixty-two. <laughs> I was like, Brian, we need to start praying. You do, all and, and so I think it's going to be okay. Like, yeah. you, I have to trust the man that I that 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 I chose, and he chose. We both chose each other. Yeah. Like, we have to trust that we are willing to make this work. That's good, yeah. and we're willing to um, just put in the work. Because at the end of the day, and I've I've even learned this recently. You can get married in two days, or you can get married in mm-hmm. you know after ten years of knowing each other. Work work is work. I yeah, agree. it may be harder work. Yep, but work is work. Yeah, hundred percent. And I have somebody who's willing to put in the work. I love Go it, ahead, babe. I think for me, um, it would be that vulnerability is a very beautiful thing mm-hmm. and to embrace vulnerability earlier i when we were dating but then early in marriage i hated being wrong about anything mm-hmm. like because i felt it was a sign of weakness mm. i'm supposed to be the man i'm supposed to know what to do i'm supposed to protect this family I'm you supposed guys to be literally the might be I'm the, the same person I, I i can't believe i am not i feel we'll like talk i afterwards. am talking <laughs> i feel like i am saying words and i'm listening you to myself a white person it's <laughs> a white twin yeah it's so and it go ahead i'm sorry so, so it's like i, I don't want to be wrong because of all the things that she's going to think about me if and if i give an inch she's, it's going to take a mile like i just i can't let anything go so when it came to directions on google maps and the fastest way to get to the hotel i'm like i would be like no i was right I'd be blatantly wrong and I still would be like well that's just because traffic at 5 o'clock is different like I would find a way to talk myself out of it but I realized it was just my fear of being vulnerability that how is she going to handle my 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 insecurities how is she going to handle me not knowing what to do and Mm -hmm. how do I lead this family if I don't always know what to do and the vulnerability just became something that she helped me understand was we're not going to be a successful couple. We're not going to create intimacy until we both meet each other in that space and trust each other that she's going to take care of my heart, that she's going to be there to support me through that. She will fill in the gaps. Like, that's the point. She's going to fill in the gaps when I don't know what to do. And and once I embraced that and learned how to apologize, learned how to admit I was wrong, learned how to do those things, vulnerability created a level of intimacy that we couldn't have gotten before. And I was going to say, I was going to say really quick, and this may be a little plug, mm-hmm. but you don't got to put it in there. Okay. But um, we are, as much as he wanted to be vulnerable, I wanted to create a space for him to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we ask people to be vulnerable, mm-hmm. but we're not creating a space that's good. to be vulnerable. So that's huge for us. Of, and that's why one of the things that we're coming out with, which we don't need no, to No, no, no. Keep but, it in. Uh, this y'all yeah. so put yeah. yeah. okay. yeah. 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 My next question is, what do y'all want to plug? Yeah, oh. We really just got to yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But um, we're coming out with a journal, mm-hmm. and the journal is for is for couples, and they write in it together. And the goal is to create a space for communication, safety, 
how do you create your own? I can't tell you how you want to create your own mm-hmm. safety and how you can create a open communication in your household, but we can provide questions that you can talk about. That's beautiful. To be able to share and and have open open conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not just thinking about it, but like, okay, this is what you said about this question. You know, this is what, what I said. Okay, let's talk about that. How can we find a a union with how we want to uh, handle this next situation. And also providing guidelines for how to have those conversations. That's we great. are a big believer mm-hmm. in frictional conversations. Mm-hmm. That, that's a good, positive thing uh-huh. to have. But mm-hmm. not everyone knows how to do it. Sure. So just providing some guidelines yeah. so that they yeah. can yeah. have that I like space. that. That's frictional beautiful. conversations. That's great. Yeah. Um, okay. Is there anything else you'd like to plug? Anything else you have going on? And tell the people where they can find you on the socials. Yes. Um, you can find us on YouTube, The Cold Life. Um, Instagram at underscore the co-life underscore because somebody stole the co-life years ago mm-hmm. and you're not even using that I hate that, that, that second name. underscore. I'm like, this right. is pointless. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe we just say the co-life. But, um, and then also TikTok, the co-life and what else? I don't know. We might be starting a podcast soon. We'll see. Yeah, we've, oh, been, we've been thinking about it. We've I been think thinking you guys would be good at it. it. Yeah, it's be fantastic. Yeah, we've always wanted to. The problem is, is like, you know, do we want to have all that in our house? You know, it's just the, yeah. the thought the of that. Setup. You know, yeah. we, we got studio level. Yeah, I know. Oh, we did it in a little backyard for we a long did time. It in, we our the love hour. We did audio only. I watched I the love hour. The phone, and we did it recorded it on That's my real. iPhone. Yeah, yeah, for like, wow. That was, and we love the. I watched the love hour. Thank you. And um, we love your book. Actually, when you message us, I don't know if y'all get like emails on who bought the book, no, but no. literally, I bought another book so Brian could read it. Oh. And then we got an email. Shut up. We got an email the, the next day. Route. The book Shut was in route because I, I pre ordered the book. Oh, thank so you. then I bought it for Brian so Brian can read it. And he's, you know, wow. and then you sent the email. I'm like, this is crazy. Oh, that's so interesting. That Oh, I love that. Yeah. Serendipitous. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys so much. Thank, thank you. you guys. Thank you. No, this was great. This was this freaking was awesome. fantastic. It went exact. I love when conversations go like this. They yeah. just flow and they don't feel all interviewed. Those are my favorite. Thank you guys so much for joining us on another episode of Marriage Be Hard. Thank you to our sponsors that are existing and not existing. <laughs> <laughs> are you there? <laughs> are you there? Blink twice. Yes. We love you so much. Until next episode. Bye. Peace.